If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. When we were in the Holy Land, one of the highlights of our pilgrimage was to go to Capernaum. And there is a ruin of a house that they believed was the house of Peter. And over that ruin, they've built a church, a beautiful church, in the shape of, I guess, a boat. But in a short distance from the church, you could walk to it, was the synagogue, this synagogue that he's talking about today in the Holy Scriptures. So it was a synagogue that Jesus visited often because he was buddies with Peter, and you know, and Peter used that synagogue for his prayer, so Jesus enters the synagogue. Now what happens? When I was preparing the readings for today, looking through the scriptures and looking through the headlines of our daily papers and listening to all the feeds on our, our social media, I came across a comment by a person, I'm not going to name him, that months ago, the same person, well-known and always in the media, months ago notified the public of how we were bringing down the numbers of the virus victims. And we were accomplishing something. And of course, a lot of kudos to the healthcare workers, the doctors and nurses in the public system, the healthcare system. But what he followed it up with was something that was rather insulting to me and probably anyone who heard it. We're doing this, God's not doing this. Okay, he got my ire, he got me under my skin. I preached about it and let it go, and we're going to pray for him. And just the other day, we're talking about the disastrous COVID that's still going on, but we are bringing the numbers down and we are accomplishing vaccinations, so we are moving along with the progress of our health care. And the same person makes another comment. I don't know why God did this, is what he said. Why, basically, the full sentence is, why did God impose COVID on the world? God imposes the illness, and when the numbers are lessening, God is not given any credit. And this guy, the speaker, is a believer. I'm not going to say his name. But today in the Holy Scriptures, you realize what was going on? 
that possessed man, he, he may have been suffering an illness, maybe a psychological illness, and because Jesus is God, he, he healed the man. And the, whatever the illness was, left him. Only Jesus could do that. We do that today with medication and therapy, but then they didn't have that. So the power of Jesus healed the man. And, of course, those who are watching this said the devil left him. So the man was possessed by evil. Now, you may say, oh, you know, they were, they were really primitive in their thinking that evil and, and illness are the same. Well, guess what? I think the same is true today. I think the whole idea of, and, and forget the town in China necessarily, I think the whole idea of this pandemic is the work of Satan. And maybe I'm saying, oh, well, he's a religious figure, so he's going to interpret it. Well, the public figures are doing it too. They're twisting it, but they're doing the same thing. Blaming the pandemic on God and not giving God credit when the pandemic is relieved. So we're doing today in 21st century what the primitives, quote, did in the first century when they saw Jesus heal this man and say, he didn't only heal him, he released the devil out of him. Now, what was the goal of that man? He probably wasn't in control of himself, but Satan spoke through him. I think Satan still speaks to people today. So we've all got to watch our words, and we've got to watch not only what we say, but what we listen to. And we've got to listen to the words of the church, the public officials, our neighbors. And we have to filter them, the words. We've got to put them in a context. So when Jesus goes into the synagogue, he's going to pray. The devil doesn't want you to pray. Satan does not want you in church. If Satan could have stood outside and said, no, it's all over, no, don't go, don't go to church today, it's all over, and you turned around and went home, he'd be ecstatic, he'd be happy. You see, Satan is alive in our world today. And I'm not being like a religious fanatic. Jesus spoke about it, and I'm speaking about it, and the world speaks about it, even in non-religious terms. If God is in the world, and they could talk about God, then Satan is in the world, and we should be able to talk about Satan. Not to praise him, but to put him into perspective. In your families, in your families, when there's discord, and this is like a family unit, a unit of love, when there's discord and anger and envy and hate and jealousy, where do you think that comes from? Satan slipping into that unity. Satan slipping into the unifying love of a family, trying to destroy the family. And believe me, this is the number one family he tries to destroy. You coming here together around the Father's table. And with the proliferation of the COVID, he seems to have been winning. A lot of people, I mean, all of our chairs are full, thank God. But a lot of people have not returned. 
And more could be fit here. Believe me, we can open that wall. We could put chairs in the hall. We have a microphone system. So don't, don't hesitate in coming back to church with family and friends who are not here today. And many of us know that our family and friends are with us online as they listen to Holy Mass, either today through Facebook or whatever method each parish has and uses. So that's not a, that's a substitute. That's not the same thing as you coming to church. The Satan could very easily put a wall between you and your screen, wherever that is. And the, and the wall could be any distraction. So Satan would like to be outside our churches saying, don't go, don't go. And Satan would also probably do what the devil who had possessed that man did. Why are you here? What, what do you have to do with us? See, God doesn't want, I mean, excuse me, Satan doesn't want you to be familiar with God. Satan doesn't want you to be familiar and comfortable with God. And even while the kids are here playing, which I love, don't be distracted by them. Every time any one of those kids opens his or her mouth, listen to it as a praise of God, not as a distraction from the message that we're here for. No, as a way of God speaking to us and saying, even in the world, even in church, you're going to have distractions. But come nevertheless, because this is your father's house. This is where you belong. Yes, during the COVID, we appreciate the social media's way of sending the message to us, allowing us to send the message out. That's great. It's appropriate. But it, we cannot depend on that. We cannot make that the way we, quote, attend Mass. Bodies, flesh, altar, these are the concrete items that we are gathered here today to use to praise God. That man did us a favor. That man, possessed by Satan, did you and me a favor centuries ago when he said, I know who you are, Jesus Christ, the Holy One of God. That man may have known, and probably did know, because the Sat Satan knows the scriptures very well and uses them sometimes inappropriately, when in the prophet Moses, we recall in the book of Deuteronomy, God telling him, someday I'm going to raise from your people, your kin, a leader, a Messiah, one who will bring my word into the public. Him you shall listen to. Maybe Satan knew, and I, I, let me remove that maybe. Satan knew the fulfillment of that was here in this scripture today. It was Jesus. His word was being listened to. And, pardon my French, damn it, Satan says, I'm going to end this. He also said that last January when he fled on the world, the COVID. And, and be, be clear on this. This is not the only way Satan imposes his, his will on the world. Think of the Holocaust. 
Think of Rwanda. Think of genocide. Think of, think of the, the summer conflicts in our own country. Think of all of the, the adversity and destruction that's been going on in our society this particular year. Yeah, you might say, well, they're radicals, they're nuts, they're, they're you know, insurrectionists. Yes, they are the tools of Satan. As that man, as Holy Scripture, was a tool of Satan. But Jesus confronted him. We're here today, once again, to be strengthened by Jesus Christ. To ask Jesus to strengthen each one of us in our fight against Satan. Whether Satan is in our homes, in our streets, or in a political movement. We are people dependent on God in our lives. But Satan doesn't want you dependent on God. Satan wants us dependent upon him and his will. I know who you are, he says to Jesus, and that's what we have to say when we come to church. I know who you are, and that's why I'm going to church. That's why I'm bringing my children. That's why I'm bringing my family and friends. That's why I'm calling people say, hey, I noticed there were a few seats left in church. Why don't you come next week? That's why we need to evangelize and bring the voice of God into the world. The scriptures today are so powerful and so meaningful and so challenging. And we're here, right on the cusp. We have the choice to listen to God in his holy scriptures and, and his words <laughs> said by the, the, the audience themselves. His words are amazing. It's new kind of teaching with authority. Even the unclean spirits listen to him. And he's speaking those same words to you and me. Jesus is speaking to you and me. This morning when you got out of bed, I know Timko and Mishka went, got out of bed early because they went to play tennis before Mass. Good. So they were enthusiastic about that. But sometimes in the morning before we come to church, we're not so enthusiastic. Uh, I don't feel like it. I don't, I'm not in the mood today. Maybe God allowed me to stay in today. And we fight that and we come. That's you and me responding to our faith in Christ. We're not here just for a social gathering. We are here for the social gathering, the Eucharist. They're getting together in thanksgiving for the body of Christ and his holy word. This is a feast. This is a party. This is a family get-together. But Satan doesn't want you here. So in the early, quiet moments of your mind, when something says, I'm not going, believe me, that Satan influencing us when we're not doing good, when we're voicing prejudice, when we're voicing hate, when we see, we see the destruction of people and families, that's Satan at work in our world. And those of you who know me know I'm not a religious alarmist. But the truth is truth. The word of God is the word of God. And Satan does not want us to proclaim Enjoy or live the word, Jesus Christ, of God.
you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.